BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. Right now, GoldCo is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how to get started today. That's HannityGold.com. Day number 235. And day 248 since your president, Joey, I don't know what day it is, uh, himself promised, oh, never, I'm never going to do that. Never going to happen. Why bother? Anyway, thanks for being with us. Toll free. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, we're getting a lot of reaction to the interview with Sean Penn last night. Most of it, and and I, I thought I would get criticized more than I did. I mean, there are people that will always criticize anything that you do if you're on radio and TV. Um, but when I talked to Sean Penn, I called him. Give you a little background. Later in the program, we'll, maybe we'll, we'll play a, a nice big chunk of the interview. Um, because when I called him, I, I said, look, we, we'll never agree. Now, let me backtrack. I, I, I reached out. We invited him on the show. I had somebody on my team invite him on. No. Then I said, okay, would he take a phone call? Yes. A private call. Off the, we, I agreed. We both agreed off the record for the most part. I, I'm telling a small part of it because I think it's funny. And I get on the phone with him, and he goes, first thing he said, right out of his mouth, just look, I just want to be honest with you right up front. I don't trust you. <laughs> and it, it came out during the interview that apparently I called him like enemy of the state some years back. Um, I, I, I didn't like his positions on El Chapo or, you know, Maduro or uh, Hugo Chavez, et cetera, et cetera. And so I've been openly critical of him. And I, I would argue that 99 out of 100 issues we would passionately have a disagreement on. But it was interesting to me that he was doing a documentary on Ukraine prior to the invasion prior even to the buildup of troops on the eastern border of Ukraine by Putin and then stayed and was there when the invasion happened and spent a lot of that time with President Zelensky as part of this documentary that's unfolding 
It was not as they had planned. And I said, honestly, I'm, I'm not interested in your political views. I want to have a discussion specifically about Ukraine and about what you're seeing and about your experience there and about President Zelensky, because I've also been so critical of Ukrainian governments. They've, they've just been nothing but corrupt leading into Zelensky. Now, Zelensky ran on an anti-corruption platform. I mean, it's a, a pretty incredible story in its own right. It, you have a former comedian that becomes the head of a country and now finds himself in a position where, unlike other people, other leaders of other countries in similar positions would have been long gone, you know, get in a private plane, get asylum in some other country, take as much, take as many dollars as you can with you, the biggest amount of money you can take, precious metals, gold, silver, et cetera, pack it all in the plane and, and take off and have a happy life and say good luck to your fellow countrymen. And he's been out there with his fellow countrymen very effectively fighting back against what it what on paper was a, a far superior army and military outmanned, outgunned in every way. And they have effectively uh, fought an insurgency war that that has, frank, has surprised the world, actually. Uh, I don't think the U.S. or NATO allies or Western European countries, with the exception of Poland, Poland has done the best job of any country in helping out Ukraine, both in accepting refugees humanitarian uh, in a humanitarian way and also offering the most help in terms of military equipments, etc. Um, so I think they've done a very good job, but I don't think we've done enough because the weaponry... To win the insurgency, the insurgency war will be won if the U.S. and Western Europe provide the munitions that are needed, the drones that are needed, the anti-missile defense systems that are needed, anti-aircraft defense systems that are needed, uh, the Javelin missiles, the Stinger missiles, the other munitions that are all needed, and I would even argue the MiGs that Poland had offered uh, I don't know why Joe Biden vetoed it, but apparently he did. Uh, anyway, so we'll get to that on the other side. And it was, it's a discussion of people. It was interesting, Linda, you, you and I were talking about this just before the show. He's so passionate about this, and it kind of surprised me a little, and I don't get surprised often in interviews, that he was visibly shaken, um, emotionally touched, I mean, this this runs really deep inside him, his passion for what's going on there and and the horror that he's seen with his own eyes and his cameras have captured. Um, anyway, yeah, we'll get I to mean, that later. What's that? To your point, I mean, I think there's there's a lot that happened in that interview. And I think one of the things that we've been covering on the show and, and that we've all sort of agreed on is you cannot look at men and women and children and animals being blown up and and killed literally a genocide of an entire nation um and not feel something and not be sad and i think that's where you and penn kind of had a meeting of the minds regardless of your politics you know and i think that's one of the things that we're losing right in political conversation is 
the ability to realize that you can agree on some things, but you don't have to agree on everything to come to a meeting on something as critical as that. And I thought you did a good job he, in that last night. He's not looking for American boots on the ground either. When I kind of pointed oh, out, I made to that him, very clear, very clear. Right. But but when I pointed it out to him and I said, well, that's the Reagan doctrine, I don't think he wanted to be associated with the Reagan doctrine at all. Definitely. Kind of, I found internally amusing. Uh, anyway, we'll play some of it later. So there was a big return of Obama yesterday that became very cringeworthy in terms of of humiliating Joe Biden in many ways. Someone must have shown Obama the video of Joe at the event, you know, looking like a nursing home patient in the background that couldn't find his lunch tray, you know, desperately tapping Obama on the shoulder, being completely ignored by Obama. And then last night, Obama obviously was tipped off. Uh, yeah, this didn't this was not a good look. Every Democrat, everybody was surrounding Obama. It was like the, the second coming of Obama and the anointed one. And Obama tweeted then support for Biden shortly after the videos started emerging. And anyway, they were united under the White House roof. One particular video of the evening widely shared online shows a somewhat embarrassed Biden just wandering around the room all alone. Obama, you know, is surrounded by everybody else in the room wanting to speak to him and literally nobody wanting to speak or talk to Joe. Um, I mean, it was kind of in one way it was sad. It was kind of pathetic and embarrassing and cringeworthy in in so many ways. Uh, by the way, this was like a celebration of Obamacare. And I'm like, oh, you mean keep your doctor, keep your plan. And the average family saves twenty five hundred dollars a year. Let's see. Millions of you of Americans lost their doctors, millions lost their plans. Almost fully 40% of the country has one Obamacare exchange option. That's it. On average, Americans are paying 250% more than they used to pay for inferior policies. All that we predicted would happen happened. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Anyway, so Biden looks on as, as Democrats gushing over Obama at this event and, you know, try Joey trying to get the attention of Obama. Obama completely ignores the guy. And so he has to tweet to kind of save face after he embarrasses Joe. Uh, but I'm the president now. Joe, <laughs> like, oh, OK, Joe, you really you save that one. Um, people are asking me if the reports on Hillary and Durham are real. The answer is yes. I'll get to that in a minute. And are the issues involving this grand jury that's convened on Hunter Biden, is this real? Now, there are some two nationally renowned legal experts are now calling on the Biden Justice Department to appoint a special counsel to investigate the Biden's Biden family syndicate and their influence peddling operation. And Jonathan Turley said absolutely the case for a special counsel is there to investigate the Biden family. It's clear because we have all these reports that Joe Biden is out there saying, my son, I don't think my son did anything wrong. I don't think my son did anything wrong. And then on the other side of it, Joe is pressuring the attorney general to further politicize the Department of Justice and have Merrick Garland go after Donald Trump. For what? I don't know. Probably January 6th or whatever it happens to be. Ken Starr said the same thing. There comes a point when you have to say when things are so close to the president that the Justice Department is not independent. They're part of the executive branch. That's why we have special counsel regulations. And and this is one such situ situation. 
Jason Chaffetz, our friend, demands that the Biden White House release Joe's college recommendation letter. Apparently, you know, we uh, Chaffetz pointing out that at the time of the request, a recommendation letter for this p- particular individual, uh, he's doing favors for Hunter's Chinese business partners. He wrote a recommendation letter in 2017 for the son of a Chinese executive who did business with zero experience Hunter. Uh, according to the emails re- reviewed and reported on by Miranda Devine, Fox News Digital, and the president's son denied discussing Hunter's business ventures with us. The president denied ever discussing Hunter's farm business ventures at all. But in an email dated January 3, 2017, and sent to Hunter Biden and his business associate, Devin Archer and Jim Bolger. Anyway, Jonathan Lee writes, please find the attached resume of my son. He's applying for the following colleges, Brown University, Cornell, and New York University. Then he goes on to attach an updated version of his son's academic resume. Hunter's associate, CC's Hunter and Archer, replies saying that they have received the updated version. Let's see how we can be helpful here. And several weeks later, in February, uh, Eric Schwerin, who is the who served as the president of Rosemont Seneca, replied to Lee, Jonathan Hunter asked me to send you a copy of the recommendation letter that he asked his father to write on behalf of Christopher for Brown University. Oh, thought Joey didn't know. You know, imagine when you have the president of the United States telling saying publicly, my son did nothing wrong. And all these reports of Joe Biden telling everybody in his orbit that Donald Trump should be prosecuted for his role in the January 6th Capitol riot. Now, the same Donald Trump that called in and approved, as required by law, 20,000 National Guard troops, the same Donald Trump that said many of you will peacefully and patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices can be heard. So all of this is coming together because Joe lied to the American people when he said, um, I have no knowledge whatsoever of my son's foreign business dealings. I'll show it again on TV tonight. We have pictures of Joe and Hunter and their foreign business partners. We have the pictures. We have the emails. Save 10% for the big guy. The grand jury in Delaware uh, is asking the the prosecutors asking the question, well, who is the big guy? The big guy, yeah, that would be Joe Biden himself. So they're putting aside money for this. Hunter in these emails whining and complaining that, oh, I got to pay my father's bills. He's paying his father's bills because of the farm business deals that he had set up. I mean, it's now it's now really beginning to hone in on people that this is going to be a big scandal and getting bigger all the time. I'm not much of a warrior. I mean, you worry about your kids. I, you know, I thought my kids would, you know, go to college, get out of college, and then you stop worrying. Forget it. It doesn't work that way. And every parent out there knows exactly what I'm saying. You worry about everything family-related forever. I don't really worry about myself. It's just not, I'm not, to myself, I'm not that important. Um, but you care more about the people you love in your life. Um, and I'm beginning to have... I wouldn't say worry because worry is 
in many ways like a form of faithlessness. I know how the story ends and and I believe in God and, and all those things. But putting that aside, I am really beginning to worry about where this economy is headed. And I know they're drilling big oil CEOs today for price gouge. They don't price gouge. We'll, we'll play the CEO of one of the big oil companies. Uh, the Chevron CEO really got pissed off at the question of price gouging and also rightly pointed out that they're not responsible, do not control the market price of, of crude oil or natural gas. It's just it's the Democrats. It's a red herring because it's their new Green Deal uh uh, socialism and climate alarmist religious cultism that caused the high price of gasoline. Now we're looking at everything going up. We had the head of one of the largest grocery chains in New York. I mentioned yesterday predicting food prices going up another 15% easy. Then the supply chain crisis is even now we're told probably going to get worse. The cost of air travel is expected to rise 10% just over the next month. And an average domestic flight's going to cost $100 more than it did in January. It's only April. And Democrats now find themselves on, on defense over gas prices, but they caused this. You know, how, the Wall Street Journal had a good piece today. Democrats have political amnesia or hope that Americans will because they're holding another political struggle session to lash out at oil and gas CEOs for g surging gas prices. Well, they cause the shortage because of their economic and energy policies. They artificially reduce the world supply of energy, and they're, they're clinging to it with lectures that we need to get used to it until clean energy is the energy of the land, and that technology is not on the horizon, or they're lecturing us all to buy electric cars. By the way, how do you power those electric cars? Where does the electricity come from? Hannity uncovers the real truth about the politics of D.C. He's your watchdog on Big Brother every day. Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. You want to join us. So you got Democrats, you know, they're trying to distance themselves from two things. The inflation they caused and the high costs of, of energy that they caused, as well as the border crisis they caused. I told you yesterday, uh, I, I cannot believe that we have a new sub-variant of Omicron Uh you know, BA.2, whatever they're calling it, but it's really Omicron 2.0. There's a new variant that has emerged in Great Britain, and usually what happens in Europe happens here. The Omicron 2.0 variant seemed to last. It, it impacted different countries in Europe very differently, even though they have very similar vaccination levels. So it's it's sort of an unpredictable variant, more contagious than Omicron 1.0. And as I watch and I try to peel back, you know, the layers of the onion where this is headed, you know that Democrats instinctively want to go back to lockdown, shutdowns and draconian measures of masking and everything in between. The American people are not going to put up with it this time. They've been lied to enough. They've gotten they've not followed the science enough. If they were following the science, 
the idea that they now canceled yesterday on top of the states that they had previously canceled, um, the availability of citrovimab by GSK, um, and I'm told from people that do this every single day, that is infusions of monoclonal antibodies into people that test positive for COVID, that it is effective. It's very effective. Now they have this, this Eli Lilly version of it, which they say is better for Omicron 2.0. That, that's all well, fine, and good. The problem is they've not mass-produced it. And I have friend, friends of mine over the weekend uh, that tested positive. They're 85 years old. They're in good shape, but they're 85 years old. You know, how great a shape are you going to be in at 85? And it took a lot of heavy lifting and a lot of phone calls. And, and finally, they, we were able to find a concierge doctor, and they were able to pay for it. Um, and there was some availability, but there's not enough availability. Now, this is, this is something, when you think of all of the, the, the monies that were spent on COVID, how many trillions of dollars did we spend? That you would think that they would anticipate, because remember, they said they weren't ready. We didn't see Omicron coming. This is on the heels of the Delta variant. How did you not see Omicron coming? Now we have Omicron 2.0. We've known it's been in, in Europe now for the last couple of months, so we knew if patterns held that it would make it over here, and now cases are beginning to rise in the United States once again, and it's even more apparently contagious. But now that you have people fully vaccinated with their boosters and even people with previous infections now getting a, a positive tests, there's not there's no booster that's going to get you over the hump now that they switched the argument originally was that if you got the vaccine it'll protect you from covid you're not going to get covid okay that didn't work out every every single projection they've made they've gotten wrong i don't trust fauci i don't trust the cdc i don't trust walensky i don't trust dr joe or dr kamala or or, or dr jen saki she herself has gotten it twice now fully vaccinated with a booster. So the only answer, if we're going to follow the science, that would be the science of people that we have had on this program from the beginning, and that is people that practice proactive medicine. And they're not prepared for Omicron 2.0. Now, some countries struggle with it, some some did not. In this case, it might be some states struggle more than other states. I can't predict that. But, you know, not having the one therapeutic that we know works the best, readily available for every American that wants it and needs it is unforgivable to me. Anyway, so everything Joe has done, he's screwed up. They run out of tests over Christmas when you know that the rate of infections are likely going to be higher with Hanukkah and, and Christmas and the New Year. That's inexcusable. You run out of monoclonals at the same time after christmas we couldn't you know, couldn't find them that's unforgivable you have states like florida ron DeSantis opens these monoclonal antibody centers they're enormously successful joe biden finally mentions them and then he 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 sends in the federal government to gouge them and buy every single dose available from gsk and then they ration it to every state 
And then, you know, Governor DeSantis, in his case, decided to go his own way and buy his own monoclonal antibodies from other sources. And he had to go abroad in some cases to do it. It's, it, it you can't mismanage things any, 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 you, can, you can't make it worse than that. You can't make it worse at the border than Joe Biden's made it. A 30-year high of illegal immigrants with special privileges. No COVID testing. They're not going to be here very long. Lie. Um, free transportation to the state of your choice. I mean, all of this is, is all of these problems Joe created were all preventable and they're all fixable. He'd have to go to Operation Warp Speed on COVID. He'd have to bring back the stay in Mexico policy and catch and, and release or catch and process and release and transport. Stop that idiotic policy. Finish the wall. You know, the same thing goes with the economy. You know, they want to raise taxes. The Joe's proposals for the largest tax increase in the history of the country with the country now at a 40 year high. They want to pass the buck on Joe's energy policies. Well, you have the 9,000 leases that have been approved. Leases are approved before there's any knowledge of, of or any exploration that's ever been done. Meaning a lot of those 9,000 leases are useless to energy companies. And they, bl- they lash out at the meat industry. They lash, lash out at other corporations. They lash out at the pharmaceutical companies. They lash out at, at quote, pig oil companies. Big oil's not responsible for the price of a, a gallon of crude oil. Joe Biden's policies are because he artificially reduced the supply. Anyway, long and short of it is, um, I don't worry, but I'm getting nervous as as somebody that has lived for many years in my early adult life, paycheck to paycheck. It's not fun. And all of these policies, if Bloomberg's right, let's go with their estimate. That Biden inflation is costing fifty two hundred dollars per household uh, annually. Who are we hurting the most here? The people that can least afford it, the poor and the middle class and yelling at oil company executives is not the answer. The answer is to produce more energy at home and stop lecturing us and stop laughing like Jennifer Granholm and lecturing about the need for us to buy electric vehicles. By the way, how do you power electric vehicles, Linda? You have to plug it in, right? Yes, you do. Are there any plastics used in those vehicles? I would imagine they are. Aren't they petroleum-based products? Indeed, they are. And when, where does the, how does the battery get charged in an electric car? What is I would the, say there's, uh, there's a lot of fossil fuels being used in all of this uh, go green. Oh, so it's not as green fuels. as they say. Just like nobody can explain the idiocy of this this mindset. Well, what difference does it make if you get a barrel of oil from the U.S. or Russia or Iran or Venezuela or OPEC? Does it have any difference in terms of the impact on Mother Earth? No. We have a new Federal Reserve study showing that Biden is solely to blame for inflation. I doubt the mainstream media will point this out because he loves to blame high inflation, High, uh, the high cost of, of gasoline and, and the high cost of everything we buy in every store we go to on Vladimir Putin. But all of these things were in place and we already had a 40 year high of inflation before Putin ever came close to invading Ukraine. And we already had a buck and a half increase in the price of gasoline. 
Anyway, it was the $1.9 trillion stimulus apparently dumped into the U.S. economy in early 2021, according to the brand new study put out by the San Francisco Fed. And it shows that it was Biden himself who put America on this grim trajectory. America began heading into inflationary, the inflationary stratosphere in early 2021, while other advanced economies haven't seen anything like the soaring prices we're seeing because none of these other countries gave up their energy. Now, they actually did. In the case of Germany, for example, they stopped producing natural gas and they gave up on nuclear power because we now know Vladimir Putin was secretly funding environmental extremist groups to push the German government into these positions. I mean, it's unbelievable. The Gatestone Institute, an international policy council, I don't know who these people are, but they put out a paper that ran across my desk. I guess Sweet Baby found it. Germany and several other European countries have largely banned fracking. In Germany's case, they gave up on nuclear energy. It has transformed European leaders into the equivalent of 16th century naval explorers praying for favorable winds and weather as energy prices rise and fall depending on cloud cover and wind conditions. And, quote, Russian dark money funded the green groups that targeted these countries to create the dependency on Russia and Vladimir Putin for energy. By the way, another story in the Washington uh, Washington Times today. Remember the Obama phone? You got an Obama phone for free? Anyway, the Obama phone company had to pay a $13 million settlement for fraud claims, according to the Washington Times. Never forget that lady talk about you get your free phone, free Obama phone. I never thought this day would ever happen. I won't have to work out putting gas in my car. I won't have to work out paying my mortgage. You know, if I, if I help him, he's going to help me. Yeah, okay. That didn't work out either. Um, Can I say pre- one thing about that, Sot, that mm-hmm. we didn't find? I actually agree with the Obama phone, phone lady now. Why? I do agree with her because she didn't like Mitt Romney and neither do I. I mean, I'm agreeing with a liberal. <laughs> I mean, who knew? You know, I, there's Ben Sass, the ass. Uh, yeah, you know what? And now I mean, we got Mitt Romney. And then you got a Hannity having a civil conversation with Sean Penn. I don't know. Yeah, the world's it, actually getting a little weird. You're right. That is weird. So Durham is now saying it was a smear campaign and a conspiracy. He used the word conspiracy. I am telling you, there's something here. The government expects that the evidence at trial will show that beginning in late July, early August in 2016, the defendant, in this case, Sussman, tech executive one, that's Jaffe, and agents of the Clinton campaign were acting in concert towards a common goal of assembling and disseminating derogatory information about Trump and his associates to the media and the U.S. government. Wow. We're fine. We might be finally getting there. We might be. I don't want to, I don't want to raise false hope because this was supposed to come out much earlier than this. But Durham's evidence uh, there's a great piece, creates a timeline of on a relentless Democratic effort to sell the Russia collusion hoax and get the our own law enforcement to buy into it, which is why the lie to the FBI general counsel, James Baker, by Sussman is so important. Uh, China, by the way, playing catch up with Russia and China. America did test its first hypersonic missile. 
It was Donald Trump who uh, pushed to produce those. Really has little to do with Joe. Iran is telling Biden no more nuclear deal negotiations. Take it or leave it. Good. Leave it, Joe. Leave it. Leave it. Stop sucking up to the mullahs that chant death to America and death to Israel. Ukraine is claiming that the Russians are using now crematoriums so they don't get caught for all their war crimes. Uh, Mariupol City Council accused Russian forces of relying on these mobile crematoriums to cover up their their, you know, indiscriminate murder. Zelensky described horrifying Russian war crimes. I mean, I go every day and I check out the different websites and I look at the pictures with Sweet Baby James. We go over it together. I, I just can't believe the horror and the the absolute callousness. You have to be soulless to pull this off. I know that the, they're being ordered by Putin to do it. But if you're in the picture of this very old woman in this very, it looks like an old, you know, shack of a home with, you know, the oldest clothes you've ever seen on anybody, you know, minimalist of of all minimal. And she's just shot dead for no reason. And then you see, of course, neighborhoods, entire cities. You see mass graves. And, you know, no, should American boots be on the ground? Absolutely not. Should the West be supplying the weaponry so Ukraine could win the war? Ukraine, the one thing that I will say, they're fighting to win. That's the Trump doctrine. If you're going to fight the caliphate, you beat the hell out of them, bomb the living Schiff out of them. A tribute to Adam Schiff. And the, or the Reagan doctrine, and it's kind of like a combination of both. Anyway, oh, remember Kenosha County ravaged by BLM riots? Yeah, um, it's now flipped red after decades of being led by Democrats. Canary in the coal mine? I'll let you decide. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink, under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co., Right now, Gold Co. is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how to get started today. That's HannityGold.com. Born from the tragedy of 9-11-01, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they made a promise to ensure that we never forget. And since then, they have been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. And that's heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Now, Michael Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. Now, he had enlisted in the military after graduating high school. He left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that sadly he would never meet. And thanks to the generosity of listeners like you, Tunnel to Towers was able to pay off their mortgage on their family home. And that relieved the financial burden and brought that family stability. This is what they do every day. They help Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's catastrophically injured heroes, and they also help homeless veterans. We hope you'll join all of us here at Team Hannity and commit to 11 bucks a month. You do it by going to their website, 
letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. 